All right, we're here. Office hours, this is uh, yes, four. It's been a crazy, crazy day already. Vatsal and I, if anyone does not know, um, uh, we uh, work together, but also live together. And today uh, woke up with, uh, I don't know if this is too much detail already, but no no hot water. I I, I don't, I, can I do this? I, can't, I still got my pajamas on. Um, so, <laughs> but we're still moving forward. We're having a great time. And there's some very interesting things that have come together in the last week. And I'm proud of us for sticking to, uh, weekly office hours, even when we all do have so much going on. So thank you guys for joining me. I think it's a uh, speak team today. We had a wonderful guest last week with uh, Joe, the budget boss, um, who gave some wonderful insights into how he's building content and Timothy, you asked, I still, to me, Timothy, all the talking that I do, you had the best question of that entire, uh, entire thing to just expose how he thinks about writing and the structure and the process that he goes um, through to actually do that. Because our hot water off, Vatsal uh, is in his uh, room doing stuff, and there is a person in the house trying to figure some stuff out. So he will be interrupt, you know, intermittently going into mute and probably turning his screen off. But he is here, and he still loves anyone who is watching. He does not hate you. So <laughs> that's the introduction of the day. I guess just the idea here is every week we get together, it's 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday, and we talk about updates, progress, some of the complex problems that we're trying to solve, and anything that our team is thinking about. People who are, you know, using the system speak, watch this, but then also just we share this on YouTube and we've had a wonderful sort of response from, from people who do not use the platform, but are very interested in technology and natural language processing and all the kind of work that we're doing. So I'll shut up for a second. Tim, Lauren, mute Vatsal, anything that you want to say right off the start? I'm excited to get started here. <laughs> okay. Um, I know that we're not going to be talking about certain things that are probably a bit more private, but uh, I'm always excited to learn more about the stuff going on, on the development side. But uh, yeah, Honestly, it's always fun. We're so yeah. excited to share the updates on the product, and it's uh, it's hard to maintain uh, mouth shut and right. Yeah, you might see Tim a little jolting today. We've had some very fascinating things at the end of the week here, and uh, it's hard to contain our excitement, but you know, there's a lot of responsibility for us with some of these projects to be taking good care of our, you know, the people who are actually using the system and some of the projects that we're engaging in. That's all you're off mute. Anything that uh, you're thinking, friend? Yes, this is the fourth uh, officer. I'm so excited about that. A lot to talk. Uh, we have a lot to work upon. Uh, uh, right now, uh, but uh, we are all here. So I'm very excited and looking forward to that. Woo! Okay. Where are we starting? Where are we starting? Uh, well, the thing that I'm actually most curious about is the shareable charts. Uh, Tim actually showed like a little video of the, uh, uh, just the minimum mm -hmm. viable product, I suppose. But I'm just curious, like where'd that come from? Like, why are we working on that? And uh, <laughs> what are we trying on doing with it? Tim, uh, share some more on that. Excellent question. Um, um, you know, it still takes me to the why. The shareable charts really is a, an output of the system that we produce. And what I mean by that is that we have the input, all the media that, that you do import into the system. We do our analysis, but the expert and the part that actually delivers the value, tangible PDFs, tangible PNG files, all of, all of the analytics that goes right into the, those files is what we're attempting to produce and democratize as much as we can with shareable data visualizations, such as the one that we've uh, implemented for now media and text notes, so that every niche category can be brought up and visualized in two different manners, in the word cloud and in the, bar, in the horizontal bar chart, which really emphasizes the the recurrence of those words throughout the document. But Tyler might, yeah, that's a good example of, of a word cloud that you can export off of your um, media panel, media insight panel, and uh, publish it on LinkedIn like I did. And we had an awesome, as we just mentioned, awesome interview with Budget Boss last week. And on this word cloud, if you were to zoom in, you would see many of, uh, even a couple of names of his own, of, of uh, Joe's own um, topics, but also uh, uh, his blog posts. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I think just to add a couple layers in here, and it's a beautiful job. I, I, I remember our first, 
you know, word visualization, uh, Tim, and how you're sort of upset with it. You're just like, ah, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't look good, you know, and now I, I think we're getting much closer to the output that we actually want. And it's very interesting. There's, a, a, I've always found a, a fascination with sharing these and people see a word or a keyword or a phrase and it's created this level of engagement or interest. So just as one example, one of the, um, I think it's in here, but was in one of the other, came out from the analysis was RSS feed. And there was a podcaster who loved RSS feeds and uses them to create their podcast. That stuck out to, to him. And he actually sent a message, started asking about how this automate, you know, how speak worked and all of this. So it's like a really good way to share the aftermath of a content and, ha uh, and ha of a conversation and then like have an asset that's like sort of interesting and valuable. So that's one thing that I is really sticking out to me and Tim, it's not quite ready yet, but the part that is, uh, I think is very as exciting is this opportunity of what you're doing around the, the, the aspect ratios. So Lauren, like the most common aspect ratios on social media are one by one. So square 16 by nine rectangle, and then nine by 16, which is the Instagram story. And so we are working on basically the ability to dynamically insert the word cloud into whatever aspect ratio you want. So it becomes shareable across all platforms. Uh, so that, that fires me up. I hope that fires just up. On a, just on an update there, Tyler, uh, we, we already did that and it's already on to uh, the testing platform right now. Uh, so that's the beauty at Speak AI is like, you know, we are sitting next to each other and uh, that's a beauty is like, <laughs> it's already deployed and it's coming live very soon. And uh, yeah. Uh, go ahead. And part where we're all working together. And I would love to, uh, for the office to sit down as in her quarterly update as, as we did to, uh, because all of these ideas are, are coming from inside and also from you, the one who's watching this and really cares about Speak AI. We take in consideration feedback of yours and, um, and our own best thoughts about how to make this product even more valuable to you. And, and we had Lauren just in that very interesting moment with the delivery of a couple projects with a new customer was this idea of this massive engine that in the end, the final output is just a PDF or a Word doc. And that's what was the actual valuable thing. So how can we make something that is shareable? How can we make something that is just distributable and then adds value to our, our customers and users? I'm gonna take a second here just to add on to this. I'm sure you might know what's coming, you might not. I, I love this. So I'm, first of all, so we had, I wanna give a little bit of explanation. I'm gonna share on the right screen, you can see. Yeah, so this this was awesome. We had uh, a, a jam session uh, uh, with Justin Finkelstein who has been in here bunch of other great people I tagged them in the platform and this this is to to me you know sort of we have done this word cloud and this is the power of speak is like looking in what what is being talked about what is being discussed and then how can we represent that so one of the ways that we just showed was this wonderful word cloud that gives you all this different context and people see different meaning and it you know peaks curiosity and it's this wonderful shareable asset and I got a little too excited that one night. I think I had a lot of, uh, I was looking at a lot of transcripts during the week and I was like, I need some creativity. And so we took this jam session that we did and actually turned it into this interactive animation. So the, the fascinating thing Vatsal and I had a, a discussion about this is how much this meant to people how much does this mean to the people who are part of the discussion versus the people that were not part of the discussion? So that's one thing that we're trying to figure out. Is this too abstract? People who were part of it, they look at it like, wow, we talked about Andrew Yang. Yeah, we talked about VR. We talked about uh, Canada and this and, and Invisible Solutions, the book. But as an outsider, how much context does this create for you? How much meaning does this have? And I just wanted to add one other layer. I'll stop with that. It, one of the questions that came up from this is, is there a way for speak to automatically generate assets from conversations that turns like conversations into art? And the question that we had was in this conversation, I created this manually and I was part of the conversation. So I knew what things had meaning, but if I was not part of the conversation, how would I choose what was represented in that image and, and how much of a gap there is from being in the conversation to not. And if you were trying to do this automatically, are you truly encapsulating what happened in, in that conversation and in that meeting? So just, I, I thought incredibly fascinating and difficult challenge to actually solve. And that's, that's it. That's fundamentally though. It's, it's much, much more, uh, it's, it's, it's a great, uh, 
relationship in between the the understanding sort of from as the outsider insider but um fundamentally all of this is about creativity and how any of one of us expresses even on this on, on these uh, office hours we're expressing each we're expressing ourselves and the more the, the more creative we're the, in the more creative way we're doing this the more context we can provide via our expressions to the person who would who would see this so which means that that if, if the more sort of the more artistic ability we give to our users at speak besides words uh such as creation of gifs for example also talking out just logical structures which make additional context um uh combining one great evergreen tree as in ornaments on, on that tree all of that is supposed to uh, come together and, and indeed the, the so it's a very it, this is the one of the fundamental problems that we're dealing with speakers speak is about speaking it's about speech and it's about the output that we can produce with our mouths and that's not as uh, large for example as if sort of we're I want to touch upon that uh, executive speech but I'm not going to it's it's about making you as as, as aggressive as possible too Lauren did that answer uh, your question? <laughs> I, I want to answer your question, Lauren. I just want to come back to the, the original question, what you asked about. And Tyler, if you allow me to share a screen for a second, uh, I think so, Lauren, will give you a lot more context about uh, the reason behind adding the charts and the visualization and Cerebral. You got the so, explanation from Tim and, <laughs> Tim and I first. We'll bring it to battle now. Uh, so now, uh, who are looking for this report for the very first time? We just changed uh, Timothy and uh, also had a lot worked a lot to include uh, the different graphs into the into this piece. So what does that mean to you? Because you get the transcript from many other uh, provider, let's say Otter or many other uh, rel. But what, what, how the speak here is different uh, from this part? And Lauren, I will also uh, add your, uh, you know, uh, what you ask about. So this is the transcript with the timestamp and speaker. It, this is the same. Uh, transcript, which we just saw the inside of that word cloud. But if I go down, the beauty of what we added last week and it's coming live is this. So now you have all the V's about what you talk about from all the insights, right? Is this sound cool, Lauren? Come on, Lauren, give him a yes. Give yeah, him a yes. Very pretty. <laughs> Wow. There you go. <laughs> you asked another question about uh, uh, in in the different conversations about the Word and PDF, uh, but the beauty with the PDF and Word both is like now you can jump. Let's say I want to talk, I want to see what he talk about here. So now what's going to happen is it opens automatically to that video, Office Hour three. Go to that media and it is going to jump onto that exact transcript so oh okay yeah i think you're yeah, just showing you're just we're still seeing the pdf yeah but what he's showing wonderfully with his words is uh that it, it when you have access to this it, literally if you want yeah. to dive deeper into the text or like you're listening to this and you want to hear that exact moment or something really stuck out for you you literally just click on that timestamp and you're going to hear it back right in that moment it'll just open it open it right up it really is yeah. incredible so it said, I actually got a call, emergency. So it's like, you can call, you can click on oh, any of this. <laughs> I don't know why it, it popped up for a second. Oops, okay. Maybe you just be on now? a different tab there. No, I don't know if you shared tab or if you shared the actual uh, full screen. I'm not sure how you shared. Okay, I see, I just said, yeah. <laughs> okay, I just saw that I, uh, okay, anyway. But anyway, this is the beauty of the PDF. Now you can jump onto the any moment on the speak and you can see where it's gonna go on the specific moment. So yeah, that's- I can see that it shows like a URL. Do you maybe yeah. have like right click it and do a copier or should you just click and go right there? Okay, sure. He'll, he'll <laughs> got it, he's got it there. Uh, and uh, you know, from a, from a research perspective, some of the organizations who are using this, it, it can really reduce the amount of time it takes to navigate through. If they've got dozens and dozens of recordings to be able to pull it up 
identify the moments that matter and then hear back. It, it, we've seen you know, a huge productivity boost, but then just uh, user experience from actually reviewing transcripts and trying to make meaning out of all the actual files that have been processed and, and transcribed. So uh, a huge addition. Uh, that was quite a push, I think, in about a week and a half that we had. And we went from, again, no, basically had to do a delivery uh, the first time and the amount of work and effort and hours that went into that delivery and then the second batch of that actually coming and the reduction because of how much work was put in the first time was amazing and now the, the product continues to get better we iterate with feedback and we have built what we are do believe is the differentiator of what we're doing at speak ai which is not just transcribing speech to text is just one thing it's what are the other things that actually have meaning what what other things are important and the better we can format the output whether it's the PDF reports or, or Word doc reports, or it's these wonderful word visualizations that, that Tim has now created, the more value we create for our, for our users. Now, did we answer Lauren? Yeah, yeah, it makes okay. a lot of sense. <laughs> um, I, guess, I guess it depends on like who you're delivering it to, because like yes. people, different people are gonna have different uh, things they, are, they think are important and have meaning there, so. Yep. That's a very good question. So what is coming on the speed probably next to sprint is giving you an ability to what you want to export into the Word and PDF. So now you choose what you want to display in your reports. So because before we were predicting that because we had not much in terms of exporting other than transcription and insights, but now we are starting giving an ability. Do you want to export the Word cloud? Do you want to export the bar chart, horizontal chart? Do you want to export the transcript with the timestamp or just the transcript? So there are many options we are working on right now, uh, which probably you will see in next couple of uh, months. Yeah, and I think, you know, Lauren, you touched on something very fundamental too, is some people are, and this is the really exciting part I, I find is people are deriving value from speak when they keep assets or video or media or text within the system there's already value there because of the analysis that we're doing and the way that we format it and structure the data and the way that they can retrieve it. So there's beautiful that that's actually delivering value, but now we're seeing this additional layer of if people are sharing publicly, whether they're taking the embeddable player, embedding it on web pages, they're taking the transcript, putting it on the page for SEO, sharing social media assets, or taking even um, you know an exported Word doc or PDF and actually presenting to that someone, uh, presenting that to a client or a customer. So it, whether in the system or actually going out, we have really done a lot of work to try to make that valuable, no matter what the goal and the final outcome that you're actually looking for is this outcome in sort of content creation strategies is in 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 a in a simple term is extroverted but we've also looked into the introverted side of that and started looking into self-talk and just finding the filler words that you're utilizing Tyler, would you expand on that Oh, Tim, you've uh, sort of set, me, set me up nicely here. I just happened to have, <laughs> oh, I will, uh, I'll share this because this, I mean, this, this is, I can hear myself doing this already in this conversation, but this was the first real instance of this. Vatsal, you had something earlier we did, you did a search in the transcript after you did a presentation yes. the one time and you typed in, you know, and you saw like 56 or whatever the number was. And I remember you just being devastated about that. It's like, oh yes. my God. <laughs> and that's how I felt about this. I did, had a 20 minute video and I programmed all the uh, filler words to be extracted out from <laughs> the conversation. And I saw actually that I said 47 times in 25 minutes and it just hurt. It hurts my heart still. And it, it, it's, it's, it's this very interesting thing because what we're not, what I'm not trying to do and what no, I don't think anyone is trying to do is become this robot that just talks perfectly and communicates and never, you can be an, an amazing communicator and still use filler words and still use things like this, but <laughs> it's helpful to know that you are doing it at this amount and the shock from seeing some of the numbers on this have changed the way that I've now communicated since I first saw it. I can, I can now have this moment in my head where I hear myself say, you know, as I'm saying it and it, it just, it kicks. And I hope over time, as I continue to analyze and that if other people start to print the filler words into speak and then analyze, they have that moment as well too. And it helps them correct over time to the way that they want to be. Uh, so I, that's my, you know, I guess my main thought on that. I'm not sure if you have anything to add, but in general, people do look at filler words as a challenge in communication. If you can just 
fill it with silence instead. Do that. Uh, nothing wrong with t having silence when you speak. And it also comes back to what we're trying to do with speak with custom categories and insights being actionable and valuable today. What can you, what can you, how can you use this as a normal individual trying to improve yourself personally and professionally? implement something through speak and it actually helps you improve. Uh, and, and to me, this was a, a wonderful illustration, a painful illustration of that, but I will take it and uh, very happy that it could actually produce that little jolt for me that's helped me actually improve. My, oh, I said actually improve my communication this week. Uh, I'd love to bring something up here is to sort of continue in the same line of thought with self-talk uh, would be like, is that okay? I'm gonna read a couple of excerpts from the the Art of Impossible by Stephen. Oh wow! Kinder. Okay, let's do it. So, in in this in this chapter, um, I'm just going to read it. Actually, you're gonna read the whole chapter? Uh, maybe just a a paragraph. Read a paragraph. About, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> um, so in terms of um, just. If you, if you want to control your thoughts, positive self-talk is the place to start. And there are only two kinds of thoughts, uh, those that constrict us and those that expand us. And negative thoughts constrict while positive expand. And there is a big difference in this. And along the lines of constricting thoughts is, this sucks and I can't handle this. And why is my life so unfair? And while on, on the positive, on the opposite direction is, I choose to be here. I have got this and I can definitely rise to this occasion. And for maintenance of the proper balance, what Kotler summarizes here from the research that he'd done was that the positive, there is a positivity ratio. And it's in fact, just three thoughts. It's, it takes up to three thoughts, rather. It takes three thoughts to counter the effect of a single negative thought. So three to one is, is the ratio Kotler found to be the tipping point beyond, beyond which the full impact of positive emotions becomes unleashed. And it's a beautiful- That's very fascinating. No, thank you for sharing that. It, I don't even know what to say after that, actually. Uh, on a, I, I obviously I'll always look through things on a, on a technical lens, which is what I've been trying to do and we've been trying to do is build up sort of these libraries of you know, what is negative self-talk and what is positive self-talk and how can we build those in as a category that then you can help. You said there's this breakdown. So if my math is right, it would have to be 75% positive and 25% negative um, for you to sort of reset if you did an analysis of a text note or an audio note or a video note. Is that true? One, pos one negative thought, you need three positive thoughts to right. actually sort of balance that out. Right, and these thoughts must be audible, meaning that you have a, you did express that and you're not holding to any of either negative or either positive. The expression part is the most important part, and that's speak wise. Speak is that it's about the expression and actually looking back onto what you did express. I'll just add one last thing to this from my perspective has been something very fascinating. I've been listening to. Uh, these podcasts around sales, wonderful company Gong, who's doing some wonderful analysis of language and sales, very spoken, using some of the uh, components and processes of speak and applying it directly to sales, an amazing company. And they have a podcast where they talk about how can you be a leading sales leader in an organization? How can you become the best salesperson? Uh, and, and what I found so fat, like just almost, I, I don't know the exact breakdown, but a third of the actual podcast was directly on mindset directly on for you to be a successful high performing salesperson, the work in your morning and the routine to set yourself up for today, how if you get a no on a call, how you have to jump back and use positive self talk to remind yourself that you're a good sale like I just was so surprised, even from a very data driven company about, you know, I thought it would be all technical data. Here's what you say. Here's the words. But a lot of it is just like, can you be positive to yourself? Can you forgive yourself when you do something wrong? Can you love yourself and congratulate yourself when you do something right? And so I just think you've touched on something really beautiful there, Tim, about human performance and, and how we actually become the best versions of ourselves. Thank you. Well, I would love to expand on that if we had enough material too, but it definitely is a whole another topic to, uh, to rabbit hole into.
I feel like we'll have some office hours again. And uh, we, <laughs> that's all, Lauren, you uh, saw Tim and I get off on the, uh, on the journey there. What, uh, anything, any thoughts, or do you want to, anything that you want to talk about next? We've got a couple topics that I dumped in Slack today that I want to make sure we get through in our time. Uh, anything else that you want to add here or anything that you want to chat about right now? Um, I think that's an interesting hypothesis, at least that, uh, you know, you, you have to say a certain amount of positive things to outweigh like the negative things. Um, I think, uh, that's not really set in stone. You may have to like test that out a bit. Uh, maybe it's a matter of just saying one really nice thing and that can cut out like tens of bad things you say about yourself. Um, but I don't know. I don't know how you would set that, uh, set that study up. I'm sure someone has, but, um, it's curious. I'm, I'm interested. That is, that is Would you be more pipeline to develop for a particular <laughs> insight? Well, it's the roadmap, so it's a public talk, right? It's we're on a public talk. Yes. This is being recorded. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> roadmap, correct. Is that we're, we're, we'd be looking forward to actually developing a, a mechanism to compare yourself with the previous self, but also to compare yes. yourself instead of one note. And we'll start off with that, such as just saying this the pie chart you can imagine three parts of this so how much of that is my negative and positive talk and therefore you can see the ratio yeah. but more than that there is much to come with well yes so it's just a sentiment analysis applied to this though yeah we have so many more algorithms too yep better no no that's perfect and i i think even at that, that higher level what was my negative versus positive self-talk this month versus last month were there noticeable improvements were there decreases and then measuring you know what were those factors that that, that actually contributed to it and lauren just i think that's a beautiful point about how uh, diverse we are as actually people and maybe maybe one person depending on their life and their experience and even themselves in that present moment they actually need six positive thoughts or uh, articulations of positive thoughts instead of three. Uh, I think there is so much variance in that. And I think you're, I love, I just love skeptical, you know, skeptical Lauren coming like, I don't know how I, <laughs> so um, I'm, yeah, I, I think it's a wonderful thing. And the comparison part that you're just talking about there, Tim, opens up so much possibilities looking through the lens of this, but just in, in general across the entire speak platform. I think as a person who's done a lot of marketing and analytics, People are always looking for benchmarks. Okay, great. You showed me all this data and all these reports, but compared to what? And in, unless you can do that comparison, there's a lot, a lot of times uh, a struggle and meaning that can actually be derived from it. It just sort of sits there. So we're looking at, again, without, uh, is like a big data set right now. And we have one year of data, but we don't have any data from the year before. So we're now missing out on an entire wonderful analysis or comparison that we could do that would surface these powerful insights. So now we have to work within the frame of just that data that we have. And when I look at client reports for website crap, you know, growth or traffic, they look at, I want to see the comparison between last year. And then I want to see the comparison between the last month and the last three months and then X kind of thing. So just the, the power of comparison when you're looking at data and analytics. And really it's on both sides that we take in, into consideration individuals as well as businesses in terms of that we try to understand with all the data that we collect around you or your company or organization, we try to understand it and promote you toward, well, to the achievement of your own goals. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's always been this transparent because we do not want to set anybody on a particular road exactly. Well, and we, we talked it, about it was just the, yeah. is you know, there's so much data that's actually possible, but in most cases, people don't necessarily want to sift. Not everyone loves data as much as we do, and they don't want to sift through it all. They just want the actionable steps that they can take or the really important stuff that actually makes a difference in their life. Actually, damn it. Uh, and uh, <laughs> so those are things that we're always trying to think of is if there is a massive amount of you know data dumped into the system how can you expose what matters and we've done a lot of work on that we still have a long ways to go and as we've seen data you know it can be it can be so different what we're dealing with and the goals can be so different so how can we actually do this as flexibly and accurately as possible that's all you're quiet tell me what you're yeah, thinking first. Yeah, i'll just listen that's beautiful <laughs> good okay uh i'm gonna touch on to something that i know there is some excitement about uh which is the pricing stuff. Um, so again, we, we, we've been having some discussions privately about this as a company trying to figure out the best way to do this. Vatsal was, Vatsal has been spearheading this effort for, I would say six months. 
<laughs> before any real action has been taken on it and uh and showed us this wonderful and we'll share it as a resource here a price intelligently pricing document that they did incredible work to expose that and and it really it hit me it hit I, after because i was like that's all yeah pricing is important but we got some other things to think about and and then they showed me that document it's just like ah you know <laughs> and so uh we have been taking a deep dive into that i would say everyone but tim i think has taken a deep dive in <laughs> 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 uh, Tim, but how we... far did you get? No, that... look, I appreciate, appreciate the part where we're we're all in this team. Just we're we're attempting to actually bring everybody up on the same knowledge and the same page of of business development as well as well as business just yeah business relationships developments marketing in part. We're we're trying to sort of yeah we're trying to uh, excuse myself here, but. Um, it, it definitely is a, a uh, uh, I mean, the, the best ideas are always born in cross pollination of them. I was just digging into something else. But yeah. I, I, I watched the pricing meeting back Lauren, and it, it was just a hilarious moment at the end where you just roasted Tim. It's just like, maybe next time we have a meeting, uh, everyone will have read the pricing document. <laughs> So funny. <laughs> so Lauren and Batsel, you guys have spearheaded a lot of this effort. And I'll just say the, the hilarious part was last week we had a pretty intense sprint and we showed up for this pricing meeting that we were all so enthusiastic for. But we had Batsel, especially Batsel, Tim and I had just gone haywire all week wor working on development. And there was just this look in Batsel and Tim and I's eyes of just like, <laughs> It's just exhaustion, but Lauren was so excited about the pricing meeting that we all powered through. And that was also an exciting moment to me as the team of like, we saw the excitement there. We knew it was important. We all rallied together and had an amazing meeting, no matter how tired uh, we all were from the week. Uh, so I appreciate that. And it's led to some changes, I think, in mindset and then even some changes, uh, not physically, but digitally on the site that we'll share in, in a couple minutes too. But just any thoughts, I guess, from the start uh, Lauren or, or Vatso based on that document and what you're thinking after this discussion. Lauren? Uh, there's still, I don't know, I feel like I could read that document another two, three times. There's just so much information to go over there. Yes. So many important uh, topics to get to it. We probably wouldn't be able to get to it in just a few meetings, really. Um, but yes, I think it's is important if you know what tim i'm sorry if i flamed you at all last time but if you don't want to read it you don't have to read it it's fine it's uh we can a person to knock in the doors off so it, it's a uh, stuff to uh, stuff to reach me out yeah but i do appreciate you sharing this and it's a very valuable asset for the whole team i uh no need to apologize, Tim. You you did uh you did you did a lot a lot of great work on development last week, and we're all trying to prioritize and make sure we're spending our time in the right way. So, yeah. Lauren is Lauren is the money guy on the team. This is this is Lauren's stuff. So, uh, Lauren, I know. I mean, you've done a fantastic job on setting us up for here. And even though we made we've talked a lot about changes on how we can do this. Lauren, you put a ton of work in the first iteration of our pricing to make sure that we did a, a good job. And always you learn and you grow and you progress and you make changes and you you figure out new ways to look at things or value things. But I, I just, I do commend you for, there was a lot of analysis and a lot of breakdown of pricing and how we actually do this with a very complex system that we didn't actually know what exactly was coming or how everything was going to yeah. work. I can't thank all the thanks for it. It's not always the one who did find that uh, PDF too. And if we had found that, you know, two years ago when we first started talking about pricing, it would have been, uh, uh, would have been a game changer. But um, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, I guess. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's it's a it's a lot into the into that resource, and it's like it's it's also not that easy to digest. It's like if you just go through once, it is not that easy to digest uh, about how do you run the business. Also in terms of the development, you create the features or create the solution, but unless until you don't monetize that, it's like, it's pretty tough to, you know, I don't know, survive uh, in, into the business. So in my perspective, like when I, when I go through that first time, I, I'd make sure that it is worthwhile to share with the team, because if, if I share it's not worthwhile, that's, a, that's sort of the waste of the, everyone's time. And uh, what is the beauty of that resource is, the different case studies is like 
how do you plan from the day one about your pricing and it's like what it's you know elaborated and what's it, the the design uh, into the whole resource it's like lauren you might be agree with me but it's like we followed the same strategy into the beginning about uh, how do you price and and one thing stuck to me if you go up uh, up a little bit yeah one more page yes yes one down 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 on the on the chapter one every saas company is different but almost every single one makes a mistake that puts the company in jeopardy so it's like you know they don't understand that pricing it's tough that is not the straightforward answer and uh, and and also that's the my best taking you know taking line is like company who are blood sweat and tears into making a great product they spend countless hours and you know resources to bring a new customer but their research says that few company just spend time in terms of few hours on their pricing so that's very interesting but but at speak we we spent into the beginning of the time probably if is that correct into the june uh september october 2019 is that uh, what is time <laughs> yeah we go through like what is our expenses like that's a normal strategy every company uh, usually follow but after going through this research it's a very much it's a lot eye opening uh, at least to me in terms of like how do you how do you plan how do you decide how do you sell and like yeah yeah so i think we're outcomes of this so what are the decisions that we made uh, according to this pdf to this great report what did it make us to change so i think i think there was a couple of things that we talked about in that conversation which one of them is we have a wonderful onboarding flow but we were still missing out on a couple of things that would be very helpful for us to understand truly who is our, who are our users and who are our customers so i think that was one shift that we you know are, are talking about and the other one which has been a very difficult conversation that we haven't necessarily figured out or resolved is what is our what is this value metric and that that's a big part of that document and again i'll link this as a resource but very successful companies wrap around what is what is the value uh, the most valuable i don't know if, yeah the most valuable thing to measure which is also aligned with the, the most valuable thing for users as well too yeah. and um i don't know if that's what you have like what a couple of yeah, examples we saw was wistia with how many videos are uploaded and then we talked about that is this how many videos are uploaded for us is it a moment minutes of audio and video transcribed is it uh, keywords produced in insights is it amount of text notes so many possibilities and variations here and i don't think we're quite quite resolved, but we're, the fact that we're thinking about this is guiding us in the right, in yes. the right direction. Yes, correct. And the one biggest factor, Timothy, from that book is, uh, you have to set up the pricing in such a direction that you grow with your customer. If you stop growing with your customer, that then it's something is off. So it's like always you have to set a price, which if customer want to grow, you also grow. So uh, yeah, that's example with the, you can take an example of the Zapier, Vistia, any, any, any other successful companies which who always grow with their customer. It's like you reach as a factor of Zaps, what are you gonna do, right? You want to uh, upgrade a plan. You reach a minutes of sharing your videos. What are you gonna do? You upgrade a plan. So like, yeah, that's a very interesting factor which uh, mentioned into the book. And one thing that is coming live for new customers, Vatsal, which was, after we had that conversation, it was that switch was, at least we all agreed was getting as much media and text into the system was a valuable thing. And mm -hmm. yet we had annual plans that people would sign and they would pay for those annual plans, but we would only give them the allotted amount of hours per month. So every month we would reset their thing, but they had paid annually. Why would we not just give them the entire allotted amount up front so they could actually start uploading files and get a value immediately. We have one customer who keeps, they wait for it to reset. And it's yeah. so silly. We put this barrier and restrictor that, that was completely unnecessary on our own customers and actually jeopardized the actual value metric that we care about and they care about. And because of that conversation, that just clicked. And, and I, I messaged Matt, so I'm like, what are we doing? And he was like, you're right. And we, and it's like, and it's like a simple switch that we've made that is going to create an immensely better user experience yeah. as a customer. And, and I believe also show the value of speak and probably lead to people wanting to, to upload more media and actually progress and upgrade and grow with the system. Makes sense. Um, I guess for the, if they do the whole forest plan for the whole year, what's that 300 minutes? Uh, per month, and then for the year, that's thirty six hundred. 
minutes? Math. Yeah. Yes. Close, yeah. but forest plan is actually 600 minutes. Oh, okay. Sorry. So yeah. 7,200. Yeah. Uh, so a hundred hours. Do we have people who need to upload a hundred hours right away? I think so. I yeah, think it's within a few months yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it's going to come and more are going to come, you know, as we set the system up for more bulk media management and bulk analysis and comparison of multiple media file files and an overall analysis, that need is going to continue. And, and I think you've asked a very valid question. And also, this is the first time that we've shared this with you. <laughs> um, but uh, why, at least why not limit if they do have a library that they want to dump? It just didn't, yes. it didn't make any sense. And they've already put the investment into speak. We care. We, we're thankful that they even... They signed up for speak and actually paid for an annual plan. Why, why limit them like that? So, um, yeah. you know, part of speak is sometimes think and move <laughs> very quickly. Uh, but that is something, and we, I, we won't go too much into this, but is also the other part that we've seen as more and more people start using speak is the responsibility that we have to protect the user experience, protect the changes that we're making quality assurance on the development that we're doing and the, and the changes we're pushing. And I know that there's a lot of work going on in that, even in a small team right now to make sure we're doing that as best as possible. We don't want to impact any of our users in a, in a negative way. And it's very important that we keep pushing out changes and uh, successfully and, and making sure everyone's happy with the experience. Yeah. It's like sort of a, that, I don't know, in, in my, in my world, it's like sort of a common sense. It's like, that's so much, it's, it's user sort of user common sense. Like, why do we restrict to the users? Like, I was like, yeah, and it's like, if they have the minutes in, you know, beginning of their plan or not, but it's like, there is no point to restrict the user if they already subscribed for one year. Uh, so it's like, they can dump the minutes, find the insights, or maybe if they want to share as a library, they can do everything what they want. I'm going to, and this was also, Tim, you sort of asked an outcome. I have had, you have heard, you, you guys have all heard my rant was, there's people visiting our pricing page, but then there's not people signing up. So what mm -hmm. is happening? What have we done wrong? And and then it was pretty obvious when you look at the pricing page was this mammoth of a beast of duplicated data and information. This was our this was our pricing page. It was massive. I don't think people even got down to the bottom of this page. They bailed halfway through. They're like, this is too much. I don't understand. I don't want to I don't want to look at this. And 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 how many things have we actually shown? And I'll switch to show the updated pricing. But like how many when you're just coming here, and I said this to Vatsula one time too, someone might tell you to go sign up for Speak or go learn more about Speak. And then all of a sudden you come to the pricing page, you're just overwhelmed with information. Why Why are we doing that to, to people, to our users? And in the past, in a way, I felt like, I felt like our pricing page was uh, not a sign, not an area of weakness, but it was almost like the last place I wanted people to go. Cause it was just like, we hadn't figured it out. We hadn't figured out how to communicate the value. And we all know we've built something valuable. The users tell us that the customers tell us that. So to not have a pricing page, to be able to illustrate the value of that felt pretty hurtful sometimes. And so it's not perfect. Um, and thanks, but thanks to the conversation, there has been a, a significant update and it fits on one screen. <laughs> it's mind blowing and, and tried to take this approach of not duplicating any data, each plan containing all the features in the previous plan, plus the highlighted offerings. There's more that we can do here, but this was a lot of thinking and talking and working through that pricing document. And then uh, that final moment that sometimes happened when you are just like so frustrated about something, you just do it very quickly. You just sort of execute on it and, and have a nice little toggle to show annually versus monthly seeing what this adds and then seeing, okay, this, what's actually included in the free plan. And then what are the valuable pieces that get added on as you actually upgrade, whether that's at the higher plans, adding team members, getting more amounts, getting a discounted transcription, um, and analysis, getting being able to export PDF reports instead of just SRT captions, and then even increasing levels of support from our team. So I don't know if there's anything that you guys want to yeah, add to just, that. Yeah. Just have a question for Tyler, who are listening for the first time. So if I understood correctly, the forest plan includes all about all the features. So it's like they can have the team management, team collaborations. And for second example, uh, the sapling plan includes 3,600 minutes but including all other features which mentioned into the series probably. Is that correct? For it is very correct. My okay. only breakdown I'm having right now is, uh, so with 3,600 uh, for the annual plan and sapling, and then you see forest, is it clear that you don't get the 3,600 plus the 7,200? Are people adding 
that's my only thought about mm. that. Do they actually think, and you guys are better at math than me, uh, whatever that is. <laughs> I don't want them to think that they're getting, I mean, it would be nice if we could, but the 3,600 mm. plus the 7,200, you're actually getting 7,200. So that was, I felt the only breakdown right. of logic that might actually be happening in the current um, pricing structure that we have set up. Maybe keep the uh, minutes a bit separate from the other features, kind of just keep it under the pricing and then uh, start off like the column saying, everything in seed plus this, mm. but try and keep the minutes, you know, cause that's probably going to be like the value metric then yeah. that could be uh, like zeroed in on exactly. So yes, that's that I, one of the amazing parts about that price intelligently document that was made so clear was that pricing is a team thing and generally in teams that it, it there's no one who actually owns it in a way. And so um, I went, so I've sort of uh, journeyed forward because I just couldn't stand looking at the pricing page anymore. But um, this was just sort of the first iteration that I want to improve on with your guys' feedback and hopefully customers' feedback uh, as well, too. That's already amazing. That's yeah. already amazing hey. and, and beautiful to set into the one screen, but also having that understanding about uh, which features are important. It's not redundant, too. It's like, oh, this is not included, this is included. It's like, it's very straightforward uh, and we'll see, we'll see how we'll see. Out. We'll see. We had some signups this week, so we'll, we'll see. And, and you said something very interesting to me after was I wanted to see where are the X's for, um, you know, the, what you don't get in the plan that then you get in the next plan. And I, I'm still thinking about that a lot, but I, a couple of those examples, it was like here, let's not highlight what we're not giving you. Let's highlight what we're giving you because we have, we have provided so much, we've done so much work to build this and we, we've given a lot. <laughs> so uh, I, I hope highlighting that was just something to like, everything is green check marks there. We didn't do the, the, the very typical like X, here's what you don't get. It's like, here's what we're actually giving you. And, and we want you to succeed within this plan. So just, just something else that, that, that we've added there. So. Um, uh, an important point that came up in that uh, pricing document too is um, it was saying the different, so we have the four different um, subscriptions you can go for. Um, and the idea that they're trying to say is for each subscription is supposed to be targeting like a specific um, like customer profile. Um, so like our customer profile is going to change you know, depending on the subscription they go to. Um, and we're also talking about, you know, maybe we should be focusing more on like a company size of 50 to 200. Um, but that's not entirely reflected, I don't think. Maybe it's depending on the department that we're actually targeting, but um, it seems like it's more geared towards, you know, individuals in the first two. And then like later on, it becomes more about like, you know, uh, 10 to 50 and then 50 to 200. So. Just something to think about like when we're looking at each individual subscription is like who is that for exactly yes and i agree the names are a little abstract uh <laughs> like it would uh i'm thinking about that a, a lot too and even you know in some plans you see for for teams of this size or organizations of this size like we've done some of that through the actual members like uh, you know five team members who would be using this so in a team that obviously not everyone is dedicated to media functionality that might make sense for an organization that's 25 to 50 people. Or I think there's still some more clarity that we need on that. I still love the the names with the themes of forest and you know seed to forest. Um, but I agree, there's there could be some more clarity. I think especially if you're coming off the first time, like oh this is cute, but <laughs> uh, I don't know if this is for me or not. So um, I don't know if we have any more thoughts, Vatsal, Tim, Lauren on pricing. I know we're at the end of our time here. There's one other question I want to ask you guys at the end of this. Um, it's a yeah. short, should be a short answer, but that that's that's it. Anything else on pricing here? Uh, no, that's pretty good. We still have, we still need some brainstorming in terms of the new always features and solution we added. It's like, we just sort of manage in such a way that we can't just change the, we can't change the features, which category goes into the beach plan, but we cannot change the plan price every six months or three months. So uh, having that consideration about, uh, so yeah, that's, that's required a little bit more uh, brainstorming about which features, which new features we are adding or which new solutions we are adding in which category and uh, how does that gonna stand? And there's one thing that's not in the pricing plan, which is one of our favorite features is the embeddable recorder. So yes. uh, there's some things still missing here and there's still definitely some work to do. My question for us, for all of you before we leave, uh, this is more of a manifestation thing, but it was, 
if you have one, I'm only going to give you one, but if we could have one, if you could have one guest on our office hours and we got to interview them, get to ask them questions and they come and spend an hour here, who, who would that guest be? Elon Musk. Yo, quick Vatzel. Okay. Lex Freeman. Oh, wow. That's another good answer. Uh, Timothy's might not have an answer for us here. He's got these. You're on mute if you're going to say. <laughs> I would, um, I would love to bring a, a. Uh, her name is uh, Annie Jean Baptiste. She is a head of inclusion team at Google. Yeah, to buzzword name, but nothing wrong. Annie is really smart. She, she's she's really smart. She wrote this wonderful book about just user experience and thinking about customers in a in a, such a deep manner. Um, total fan of her and I would love to bring her on. I've never heard of her. So I'd love to look into her some more. Second, yeah. second is Sahil. Sahil. Oh, Sahil. Some okay. time to, to meet him for sure. I realized How I, about asked, you? I don't know. <laughs> I asked the question that I don't know. Um, Oh, I would love to, I, uh, I guess this is a, maybe a silly answer, but I would love Larry, Larry Page or Sergey Brim. And uh, we were, you know, we were talking a little bit earlier about uh, some of the systems that we've built and how it interacts with search engines. And I know there's still a lot of skepticism around Google and what they've done, but the information that they've helped people with um, throughout time uh, still blows my mind every single day I think about it, that I could just type in something and get the, you know, the most relevant, valuable answer you could ever imagine. Um, so those two people, but, and, and they're burners as in they go to Burning Man, uh, which plus one uh, on that. So I, I, I know there's some very interesting stories from there. I'm sure there'll be some more people that we can think of, but just that idea of how many things as a team we've collectively manifested by just putting it out there and, and saying that. And uh, it maybe, maybe it won't come on the office hours, but I think it's really nice to uh, just think about that and, and, and what we could actually learn, learn from these people. Anything else before yes. we wrap this one up? That is pretty awesome. Uh, looking forward to the next fun. one. Uh, we talked uh, quite a bit about uh, the vis visualization part, which we added uh, uh, quite a bit of on the mindset and the pricing part. So yeah, these are the good talks we had today. I always enjoy these. Look forward to these every week. So um, thank you again for the time today. I will see you probably after this call. I'll talk to you again soon. We'll take this into private speak mode now. Uh, but thank you again for joining. And everyone who tuned in, who, who watched this, we're really appreciative of. And um, you know, we're just going to keep building for you, keep innovating, and uh, very excited for what's to come. Thank you. Great time. Thank you.